And hey, 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 hey. Welcome, everybody. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and with me is my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's a beautiful day here in Seattle. It's amazing, isn't it? Gorgeous. Yep. And it's going to get hotter tomorrow. Well, I'm glad it's not today. Yeah, me to too. Help my son paint. It, it helps to be in a in an air conditioned studio. Yeah. Yeah, it does a whole lot. So, anyway, we're looking forward to that. It was a beautiful drive up today to the studio, and well, you know, when when Seattle is sunny, there ain't any place like it. Nothing. So that's it, true. It's true. So, anyway, so today on the show, I we bet the nude beach is full. <laughs> 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 I couldn't resist it. It was just too funny. I forgot to tell you that he's got sound sound effects lined up for us. I love that. I do too. And we are not going to know when they're going to hit like just like that one, which was just perfect. Thank you, Nathan. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, that stuff cracks me up whenever I hear it. So, anyway, today on the show we're going to have as Mr. Michael Cepress, who's a designer and he's also a musician. He's been on before. But he's going to be on here again to talk about all of his adventures that he takes because he's a very unusual man. So, and then also on the Astro Celebrity of the Week, we have on, and I, I featured this on Facebook, we're going to be talking about Miss Miss Kamala Harris, you know, who is the newly president, uh, vice president, not elect, but nominated something. Anyway, um, she's going to be, we're going to be talking about her in the ne- after the next break. So anyway, it's going to be a fun show today, especially with those sound effects. We just never know when they're going to happen. He's just going to sneak them in. I just love that. Anyway, so anyway, we're going to take a really quick break. And when we get back, we're going to be talking about Kamala Harris. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome. What was that? (laughs) Was that somebody belching? I think that was uh, Doug clearing his throat. (laughs) Cleared my throat. (laughs) I did. Well, that just took me right off. You know, wearing these masks have done a number on my sinuses. Yeah, it does a lot on everybody's sinuses. Because I've got special medicine for. Oh, you do? Infections that start oh, there, and gosh. it's just been awful. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway. Okay, so getting back on track here. This is going to be a weird day. I can already tell. Anyway, this is time for the Astro Celebrity of the... No, the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Thank you. <laughs> okay. God, what a weird day. Anyway. It was, started already. Well, Uranus went stationary this morning. Yeah. It's probably why. Okay. I'm sure it has a big effect. Everything is a little off-center today. Anyway, so today we are doing the much-hyped business with Kamala Harris. 
And she is born the year of the dragon. That I know, and which I am too, which I appreciate. And she was born on October 20th, 1964 at 9.28 p.m. PDT in Oakland, California. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the timing of everything that's going on right now. And I think what we were talking about just before we went on the air was the Saturn up at the top of the chart. The stationary direct, yes. And the stationary direct. Slides into it, but it's definitely there. It's... It's almost not, but it's it's enough there that it's giving her some momentum, I think. Well, when it's that close, and the fact that it's trying almost perfect to her son, yeah, makes her very, very smart in her Mercury, so yeah. she's got like a photographic memory. Right. Um, I think it's a very interesting chart. Yep, I do too. She has a pretty strong uh, communicating ability, you know, with a Mercury and Cat, uh, Scorpio. The only thing she can be manipulative with that combination, too. It could be, yeah. It could be very easily. Yeah, it could be. So it just depends on, you know, how she uses it. Well, she's got that Mars and Leo, so she can, (laughs) if her temper is up, watch out, folks. (laughs) Yeah. This is the true essence of God hath no fear, like a woman's born. You know this woman has no problem walking out in front on the stage and getting some, some, Good attention. She, you know, she's like well, that. Well, she's had more attention than that. Well, but the Mars trying that moon, she works that. Yeah, she does work it. Doesn't and then she? you have that flip around and come right back as far opposite to the sun. Right. So she's a power horse. There's yep. no question about it. Yeah, I think he picked the right gal to do it. You know, um, and, I mean, to be um, a running mate. Quite honestly, he would need somebody that's in a power position. Not that Biden is less powerful. His power is generated in a different area. But she's really almost overtly powerful. You know, she just, I remember during the the debates, the initial debates, when her and Biden got into it on the stage. But that run that's there in the fourth house is for the Uranus-Pluto-Venus conjunct. Yeah. Uh, and you've got the trying to Neptune, plus you've got a square with Mars to Neptune. That all comes back and plays out big time as far as when she was younger and she was running with uh, Willie Brown. Yeah, you said running with the wolves. 30 years older and they were going to singles parties or swingers parties or whatever. Yeah. That right. could come out to bite her because there's supposed to be photos all over about that. You know, it's. Um, I think it's interesting because she was born... To a Jamaican mother and a, oh, I'm trying to remember. Indian mother and Jamaican father. Indian mother, father. yes, and Jamaican father, right. Right. So he, she's mixed race, which kind mm-hmm. of denotes that the Uranus right on the fourth house cusp. And then um, next to Pluto and the, next to Venus. So there had to have been some possible real threats to her own um, center of who she was, power, whatever it was growing up. She had to be faced with the issues that, she now tackles, basically. And the, again, the Saturn is also aspecting that Mars opposition pretty strong, too. Yeah. I mean, Saturn rules this chart. It does. No question it does. about it. Yeah. It's, it, and Mercury, according to the Slevin method, would be right there at the top of the chart. Oh, would it? Yeah. Oh, okay. One degree off. Okay. All right. So, Merc, okay. Which, which planet rules her midheaven in the Slevin method? Mercury. Mercury. Oh. Well, that makes sense. That's what she's doing for a living. She's well, talking. She's a talker, yeah. Yeah, she's talking, so that's good. You know, Saturn, Mars is kind of interesting, kind of difficult. 
but um, depending on how she internalizes it, how, you know, maybe she has a brother. Does she have a brother? I haven't seen anything of that. Okay, I have to figure that out. I know at one time her dad criticized her for something she said when she was in the uh, running for the presidency. Okay. He didn't like what she said, and he vocally said he didn't like it. He Mm -hmm. made it real clear. Okay. He was trying to correct her in her own. Oh, that would make sense with the third house business. Yeah, because he would be there to say. Yeah, he would, sure. Yeah. But he, he criticized her right out in public. Yeah, right. So, I mean, and also the Pluto Venus in her chart, um, she just, I think it's not just recently, it was in the last five years she got married. She got, finally got married later on in life. You now, this Saturn, well, if we look at the uh, sun opposition moon, moon mm-hmm. being hit squared by the Pluto-Saturn Jupiter combination uh-huh. is pretty damn intense. Right. Yeah. And she is born exactly on a full moon. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, we've got that moon in Aries opposing her son in Libra. So it's uh, it does give her perspective, helps her understand both sides of the coin, which is good. But um, she it's interesting. She also has a Pisces midheaven. All of that's coming from the eighth house, too. Yeah. So there could be. Things that are going to come up that we're not yeah, expecting to see. Yeah, and you know those see. planets are in the eighth house right now too. Yeah, those that's what planets. I say. Yeah, come some kind of a legal thing or something. Yeah, that's you know, well, that's what she's being tested on, I think. And as like I was saying just before we came out here, we were talking about the Saturn being right on that midheaven. It's the perfect place for her as far as being in the in the political arena. But um, she's also has that stationary direct, just about stationary direct, right? Uh, eight minutes off. Okay, yeah. I mean, just really so close. So it's real close. So As she, Jackie would say, she slid into base on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. And, you know, and so the thing about a Saturn Direct or any planet Direct, it's coming from a place of doing the work on that planet. You know, if it's retrograde in a previous life, they've got internal work to do on it. But the going into the direct motion, that means they're going to do the work out here, going to play it out in real life. So that's kind of what she's doing, and she's doing it in the political arena. She's she's chosen her career well. For you astrologers, uh, Jackie Slevin has a marvelous book out right now that yeah. we're talking about. And I can't think of the name of it at all right at the moment, <laughs> but she refers to it as the Slevin Method. Slevin Method of Career Choice or something like that. Uh, yeah, I have it. I could look it up. That but it's a marvelous book. Yeah. I really yeah, enjoy it. It really is. So anyway, um, it's amazing how we are guided and somehow most of the time that uh, if we're really paying attention, the careers choose us. We don't choose them. Yep. Yep. So anyway, yeah. And so do you have anything else to say about Ms. No. Oh, her, her ascendant and her nodes are rather interesting. Well, I thought she was pretty, but then I see that Gemini rising mm. and I understand why she's pretty to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, egos are us. <laughs> well, I'm a Gemini. I know, so. double Gemini to boot. That's yeah. right. That's right. So anyway. Okay. So anyway, that's it for Kamala Harris. If you have any questions about this, you can always contact either one of us. We'll give our information out at the end of the show because, you know, we kind of did a kind of a broad base analysis of her, but, you know, to look at her childhood and to look at all that kind of other stuff, um, we can kind of glance off of those and apply those to the chart a bit. So 
anyway, that's very cool. So, okay, we have to take another break. And when we get back, we're going to bring on our guest, Mr. Michael Seapress. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. Thanks in part to Kevin McDonald's MyIndependenceReport.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, August 16th, it's talk with your human or animal loved ones on this side or the other with Natasha and behavior training and healing Sunday with me. Together, we'll take your phone calls, so plan to give us a call with your questions or a free reading with Natasha. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. I never wanted to make you leave or see. And that was Michael Seapress, in case you're all wondering. Beautiful song. I like that song a lot. One of the things I love about his music is that you can hear a song once and you can, it'll be in your head well, afterwards. Well, he's got a distinct voice. I'm, he's the next, I'm telling you. He's coming right in there after John Denver. Oh, see, that Even though he looks like the Bee Gees. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. I love those soundtracks. I love those things. Anyway, so we're going to bring on our guest right now, Mr. Michael Seapress. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. You're welcome. We just threw a little bit of your song on right there. And is there a story behind that song? Oh, I was so happy to. It's, it's always a treat to hear my own music on the radio. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, for doing I'm that. sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a great song. It is great. Yeah. It really thank sticks you. with you. It yeah. gives you chills, actually. It does. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. That song's called It's Never the End. And, you know, it's, it's one I wrote that's more or less about how relationships can change and evolve. But if we if we move forward with love, everyone can land on their feet, no matter what comes our way. That's, that's good. right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Good message. Yeah, big big message because I think the 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 subject of love and all the things surrounding it are is the most important thing to most human beings now. I mean, we're kind of it's not necessarily we're going backwards, but we're going back inside of ourselves to look at what's really important to ourselves. So uh, that's a big one right there is learning about loving other people, but mainly it's about self-love. How do we treat ourselves? You know, and so, I mean, that's... You know, saying that about... That's very true about the self-love. If you love yourself, it yeah. comes through with everyone. It does. I, I, In my nightly prayer every night, I said, send love to everyone around the world that we may learn to love each other. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's very important. But that song makes your hair stand up when you hear it. Yeah. Your voice is marvelous in it. Yeah. It really is. Wow. Very you. clear. It's amazing when, when you're singing the right song, the voice gets very clear. Yeah. So that's. Isn't that interesting how that happens? Yes, and it yes. is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and I think for any anyone who's musically inclined, when we really feel it ourselves, yeah. Yes. Really are, feeling the content yourself 
right. there's something that happens in the character of your delivery that whether it's how you're playing an instrument or singing or speaking that that comes through and everyone feels it yeah yeah because yeah. i'm telling you when that's you started singing there my hair stood up my body just got chills going through it so you you sang that with a lot of emotion yeah, you did. And it's amazing that, you know, when you're actually looking at what your experience of doing that song was, it had to have been on a similar track, but um, but just, you know, the right time, the right place, the right musicians, you know, everything sinks into the right place when you're doing all that, you know, and... Um, yeah, go. it's so true. It's so true that chem that chemistry and the timing and uh, an element of serendipity or or not serendipity, depending on. You know, yes, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it I, could... I remember I'm talking to astrologers here, so <laughs> yeah, it could be the wrong day with the wrong planet in the wrong place. <laughs> you know, that could that could create a bit of a stir. You know, well, and... so they know how I'm. You go out on a regular basis out the country and write songs, right? Yes, and I he, do. He just got back from one of his trips. See, I do. John I'm, Denver I'm, comes through. Yes. <laughs> so I was right about that comment. Are you channeling to John Denver? And he looks like a BG. He looks like he came right out of that family. He and Barry look more brother than his real brothers. Wow. Gosh. He must be a distant relative. You must be a brother by another mother. Maybe. <laughs> Soul Brothers with those Gib boys. I don't yeah, mind right. at all. <laughs> there you go. I don't mind That's, at all. That's perfect. But yes, you know, a, a part of my creative process has come to involve me completely separating myself from the city and putting myself in nature. Yeah. And often. Right. Um, doing that often because I've realized that I am, as an artist, part of the internal conversation I'm always having is both with myself but also yeah. with nature. All yeah. day, every day, you know, pay, trying to pay attention no matter where I am, whether I'm walking down a big urban street or I'm in the middle of the forest by myself. Right. Paying okay. close attention to how nature speaks to us. Okay. And, and realizing that uh, messages come through that way. Right. Um, and uh, an artist like and myself can find tremendous clarity and peace of mind in that circumstance that then lets you be creative in a really authentic way. Right. Uh, you know, Authentic. when you went on your trip the last couple of days, was there anything different than happened this time around when you went? Did you touch a different part of yourself that it caused you to up, upload, I guess is a good word, upload new, <laughs> new, new material? I'm just kind of curious how it works sure. for you. Yeah. You know, on this recent trip, one thing that I was reminded of is that the travel time, that time where I'm in my car behind the wheel for right. several hours, right. and the almost trance state that your mind goes in yeah. while, you're, while you're driving, right. that that in and of itself is as powerful as being in the, the destination where I was going. You right. know? So, of course, being alone in, in the woods is one thing, but that other kind of mental space where... Yeah. Um, I'm, of course, focusing on the road, but also your mind is open in a way. And oh, yeah. at, I came back with several new songs after this recent trip, and all of them actually happened not while I was hiking or while I was in the woods this time, but they happened while I was um, either headed to the woods or coming back. That's amazing. So this is sort of the songs that you have are a little bit of an urban feel to them or something, you know? 
you know, well, like traffic going by and kind of a little <laughs> more agitated type of thing. Well, you, you know, know no, actually the song, the songs are still about nature because I was very much in that space, but uh, in that headspace. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know, something about one's consciousness changes when you kind of, when you enter whatever form of that sort of soft, liminal, almost trance area that um, I think creatively is really fertile, very, very fertile. Okay. Yeah. And it could be rather stimulating, couldn't it, to be doing that? You know, oh, driving through that, you know, rather than being in a, in a, in a, a setting, in a country setting where there's almost no movement at all of things around you. So it's right. sort of like you have to not create it, but to, to notice things a little bit in more in depth, you know, like, like one, one petal moves from a flower and that, or, mm-hmm. or, you, or animal walks by or something like that. It, it, it's like those, those occurrences would seem bigger than they would normally be. But, you know, when you are doing it with your, with the background of the car and the noise of driving and all that, it would, it would be different, wouldn't it? Kind of. It's true. I think the energy is absolutely different. And, okay. um, and then you factor in the excitement for me, the excitement of leaving and heading into the wilderness right. that always kind of, you know, raises the, raises the vibration and helps me, um, I guess helps me feel even more energized and free to begin creating the freedom. I can see that real easy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, the sort of the release yeah. of the of the the urban part. You the know. Restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. And just walking into. I mean, I I can remember times when I would be um, not driving myself, but you know, with somebody else, and we we're driving to a cabin where we we're going to stay there. You know, I did that on my, <laughs> I remember this on my honeymoon. You know, I have to tell this story really quick. It's cute. But my ex-husband and I went on a, on a honeymoon to Whidbey Island, and we didn't know what to do with our kittens. So we took them with us, <laughs> you know, and they were wild the entire time we were there. They were running all over the roof. They're running up and down the stairs, and they added an element of, really crazy energy to what we were doing there, you know, and I'm really glad that we did that. Don't was, tell us what you were doing there. Okay? I wasn't doing Cut anything with the kittens. But you know the song the Bee Gees did that where that uh, jive talking or whatever yeah. that is? That was mm-hmm. written by Barry because they were driving down the freeway and they'd hit those little things and that click, click, click. click. Oh, yeah. And that's where he thought, this is a song. And he okay. started putting There's the words to it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 I, I remember hearing that story. The rhythm of the road kind of yeah, helped yeah, him, right. helped, helped him feel that, that groove and write the song. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. You could that actually. was a good interview of him. That's good. That would be really good. So it makes sense to me that you'd pick up things going down the road like that, too. Yeah. Pick up the rhythm of the road. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because I, I know when I'm going to read for someone and I'm driving to where they are, Sometimes names start coming, and everything else starts happening before I ever get there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, interesting. It makes names a lot of, of people sense you're to me. going to see. Well, your mind opens up. I think there's a freedom whenever you drive. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And sometimes I wonder how I got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, Nate. You oh know you've had that God. where you, dro- you drove and you thought, now, how did I get here today? Yeah, like, you don't go, oh, boy. Okay. 
I just thought, I thought I'd warn you that our, our, our producers come up with all sorts of whiz-bang uh, sound effects this week. <laughs> so you have to be on the lookout for them, but they're really funny. Anyway. How long were you out, in, out this time in the woods? This this trip was short, just two and a half days. Okay. Um, yeah, because I had some obligations here in the city that I needed to do. Uh, and you had to come for, back for the show, too. Well, I had to come back for this show. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. But it's... <laughs> It's amazing how even even if it's half a day mm-hmm. uh, of, of getting away, that burst of freedom that we can give ourselves in whatever way is so, so powerful. Right. And I'm I do. I'm someone who does it often. But every single time I do it, I'm reminded of how powerful that really is. Oh, that's great. So yeah. Did you write enough that you have another album? Oh, you know, I'm sitting on almost two dozen new songs now. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that that have come, that have happened over the last few months. Okay. And so now this fall is very much about um, stepping into refining and recording those with hopes of releasing something before the end of the year. Good for you. That's great. Don't forget to let us know what's going on with that so we can feature it. Yeah. I absolutely will. I mean, that's something we have to do. It's fun to have the new album out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we love your music. So, so. you people know you could hear it here first. Here, yes, you can hear it here first. Yeah. Stop. This is Jupiter Rising Show. Unless you go also, to his concert when he sets it. That's right. This is also the uh, Michael Seafrest radio show. So and that's it. I've <laughs> gone to that concert, so I know he puts on a good show. Oh, good. That's great. Yeah. I would love to go to a concert of yours, you know, whenever they start happening again. But, you know, yes. Yes. yeah, that's the well, sad part of all this. I, I can't wait to be on stage again. And uh, the, the thing that keeps me motivated is to know that there's all types of other creative work that can keep happening in the meantime. Oh, yeah, until, yeah you know, exactly. We're able to perform again. I'll confess that what blew me away is when you picked up that harmonica and started playing it. I wasn't expecting that. Wow. Oh, he played harmonica? He plays the harmonica in nice. the middle of songs. And I think it's marvelous how he can flip around. <laughs> Sweet. That's sweet. He's very yes, multi-talented. I, I love to keep the harmonica tucked in my vest pocket when I'm on stage, just in case. Just the in case moves. You, the spirit moves. Oh. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to actually, I sent a letter to my friend Bruce Hornsby, and he wrote oh. back saying that I asked him how he was doing during the coronavirus, and he says surprisingly well because even though I messed up my right hand, I can't play the piano. <laughs> But he's been composing like crazy. So, uh, and he says he's getting, making some really good headway on brand new songs. So, I mean, that's basically kind of the way you, you have been using this whole event anyway, too. So, absolutely. And yeah. I think so many artists, we might not be necessarily seeing it in publicly seeing it or on social media, seeing the fruits right now. Right. But I, I think this is an incredibly prolific time for so many artists because we're we've been given the very thing most of us are usually craving which is a chance to be on our own with our own thoughts and ideas and given the time and space to develop it yes and and turn it into something so i uh i would not be surprised that if come the turn of the new year and in the months ahead we begin seeing a lot of artists share showing and sharing brand new work yeah as a result you know it's it's sort of a such a sunny side in the gift that this pandemic has given us. That's right. It seems as though that when, and this is just an aside to the audience as well as for everybody here, is that it seems like when we're going through some major transits with planets, 
those trances are come to be reflected. They download into every li- day life as well as into our music. Well, don't you believe that the Uranus in Taurus, especially right now stationary, is going to have a huge impact huge, with people singing? Huge. You know, and it's going to stay in Taurus for the next seven and a half years approximately. So that's plenty of time for that stuff to get to percolate down This will deep. make you a big, big, big person in the music industry, Yeah, Michael. lots of money. <laughs> we just see you coming through as a superstar. Yeah, right. <laughs> can I get that in writing, Doug? Yeah, I'm writing it down right now as I'm talking. Write it down. To you. you can, you can, you can use that. So anyway, yeah, exactly. So okay, we got to take a really quick break here. When we get back here, we're going to have more with Mr. Michael Seapress. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is a live read for Mr. Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. And he writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique and one-of-a-kind hand, and that will be eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. And now he's got a brand new product out. It just came out. We're excited about this, aren't we, Doug? Yeah. Yep. Okay, it's Barrel of Monkeys Productions. It's a brand new collection of four different stories under the moniker of Barrel of Monkeys Productions. And it's uh, they're a collection of Matt's writings in mini and audio, audio book form. Okay, so Doug and myself are a part of this because we both read a story for it as well as Kevin McDonald from KKNW. He's on the Martha Norwalk Show, and also Matt himself. So the first book is just now out. It's only $5, and you can order it at mattsheabooks.net. In the meantime, you can browse Matt's updated and redesigned website. Matt would love to hear from you and promise to answer any or all that contact him. You can also write to him at his personal email address at workinmat7 at aol.com. And you can call him at 206-915-1881. And by the way, Matt's new audiobook, Judge Alvin Wong, has just been put up on the website. So you can listen to that, too. So don't forget, go to his website at www.mattshape.com books.net or his phone number at 206-915-1881. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome Hirsch Wilson, author of Zen Firefighter, really great stories and powerful lessons. On Saturday, Mary Lee LeBay takes us on a journey through hypnotherapy, our past lives, and why they are important today. Bringing you mastery and mystery one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. That's nice. Thank you very much. Beautiful. So anyway, this is Eileen Grimes at the Jupiter Rising Show. And Eileen, (laughs) what's his name? Doug Johnston is my co-host. Eileen co-host. 
huh? is what you meant to say. What? Eileen's co-host is Doug Johnson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Your tongue has been all tied up with this Uranus today. Yeah, I know. This is totally, this sound effect stuff is Uranus, isn't it? Oh, it's very much so. Oh, it's wonderful. I love God. it. It's part of our show now. Oh, we can really love this. We'll anyway, we are the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we have with us today Mr. Michael Seapress. We are talking to him about his music and, and other stuff that he does. So, um, what were we what were we talking about before the break? I know, but we loved the song just came out. Yeah, on that too. was wonderful. What's too. the title of that one? The title of that song is "Be Yourself Again." Be yourself again. I mean, you 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 address a lot of issues of what has to be brought forth right now. Yeah, you do, and what people are really looking at—they're looking at who they are. And you know, when you separate them away from the career, which has lar- largely been taken away from a lot of people, is their careers. Right. And taking away other things that leave him kind of flat out naked. They have to look, go within. You have to go that's within. That's a beautiful song. Yeah, that's the only Thank thing you, you can. So much. Yep, it is wonderful. Michael, you know I enjoy the whole album, so I listen to it quite often. That's wonderful. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. Oh, so yeah. you're on my radio in the car a lot. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I wish I had a decent stereo. I only have my car to listen to. So that's the way it goes. Well, that's why driving up and down that freeway, I'm always listening to it. That's right. That's great. Yeah. So anyway, so let's talk some more about um, this last song that just got played. What was the inspiration for that one? Well, that's that's a song. I mean, the title is Be Yourself Again. And it really is a song about uh, working through the muck of your life and letting go of... um, whatever it is that's been placed on you and by other people or by our culture or by modern life or whatever it might be, letting go of those things to really just become your pure, clean, authentic, natural self. Okay. And um, so it's, it's a song that I, it's a song that I wrote to encourage people to do that. And actually I had a really interesting experience uh, this last week, um, a listener, uh, I guess a fan of my music in Brazil wrote to me. And wow. uh, which is, you know, here's the wonder, here's the magic of technology at work right now that my my music recorded and released here in the Northwest is you know, quickly accessible to folks all over the world. That's right. And um, and he he did not speak English. He said, I I've listened to your whole album um, and I can't understand the lyrics when when you sing, but I can tell that your music is about learning to become yourself. Wow. It's that it's about sort of self-realization. And I thought, wow, this is this is incredible to know that even if you don't necessarily hear the words, and I think we've all had those experiences with music where you might not even be consciously processing what's being said, right. but a feeling comes a feeling comes through no matter what. Absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the greatest wonders and powers that music has yep. is it really is the universal language. It really is. You don't need words. You mm-hmm. simply don't need them. When the music right. is right, it evokes the feelings and people that are listening to it. It's right. it's um, I can't tell you how many times just listening to I mean, I listen to a lot of classical music and I listen to Wagner and one of my favorite operas is Tristan and Isolde. 
And mm-hmm. that is um, a huge work. I mean, huge in size, but also huge in music. The music is just big, you know, and it's about big passion, big love, big everything. We just heard that in that last song that Michael sang. Well, we did. That was big passion. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear that in that just voice. just a little different, that's all. You do have a real sexy voice. There's no yeah, question about it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It comes across very sexy. You want to see your face almost when you hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's the picture that I posted on Facebook this week of him, like, going all over the place. I mean, he looked just per- perfectly passionate in his moment that he was doing. So, um, yeah, and, you know, when I hear music like that, that, I mean, it's in German, for God's sake, this opera. So I don't really know what they're saying. But I right. can feel it all the way into, right into my heart chakra. It's just my heart bursts when I listen to that music. And yeah. it's just, it's so incredibly emotional. And um, that's, it transcends everything that we know about thought. Because it's not about thoughts, it's about feelings. Yeah, but how many of those over in that opera world, after they got done writing it, took and made their costume before they went on stage. <laughs> Michael makes his own clothes. <laughs> I know. That's the point. He and they're over the top. <laughs> yes, he can make true. his own costumes, too. Wow. You think, God, I'd love to have a shirt like that. Well, I made it myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Now, when we well, talked about his chart the last time, what did he have? Station? It was Neptune. Neptune. Okay, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Just rules the arts. Yep, it does. Every, just everything you do is is tinged with Neptune, so that's pretty awesome stuff. Do you ever well, go? I, by, go ahead. I'm sorry. Empire, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say I I see myself as creating an entire world, really wanting to build an entire world where visually, and sensually, and uh, sonically, energetically, I'm creating all aspects of it, which is why I'm as committed to making my own wardrobe, designing and decorating the own, my own spaces that I live and work in, and creating the sounds and stories that go along with it. Because I think it's all part of it. It's, each of those things is an equally important part of the mix that come together as an art form in and of themselves. Right, yeah. You know, wanting, to share, wanting to share with folks that full experience, either on stage or in video or in a song, um, can happen in so many ways. Now, I have a question for you, just kind of came up here. When you are performing a specific song and, you know, the essential emotional um, way that you connect to it and why you connect to it, does that ever further you to want to step out even further and create clothing to match your specific song that's generated from that? That's a very, that's a very cool question, Eileen. Um, I have thought about that. And similarly, one of the things I, I think about the most when I'm designing clothing is where, where is the poetry and where is the, where's the, the music or the lyrics in the clothing design? Yeah. And, yes. And how, because for me, it really feels so similar to whether I'm, you know, cutting and sewing, designing a shirt or writing a new song, that process feels so similar to me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And that it's like a, a certain fabric, its textures, its colors, the way it drapes, the way it hangs on the body, all of those things have a poetry, much like song lyrics can have. And 
that then I guess my goal is to put the two together so that when someone does engage with me and my music, especially on stage, they're seeing how all of those things support one another and sort of dance together. Yeah. That the, the flow of the clothes, how it fits, the coloration, the movement, then that paired with the lighting on stage and the instrumentation of the band and the storytelling of the songs, you know, it really is all part of this tapestry that I'm working to weave. Exactly. So the next concert, we're going to see four clothes change or costume <laughs> design changes? Bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't resist. Well, you know, it's a really good idea because that is going to further enhance the not the just the production of the song is going to you know it's going to enhance the experience of the song is having it being full throated if you want to call it that it's going to be yeah. the music it's going to be the clothes it's going to be the mood it's going to be all tied together yes it's not just the shirt it's pants too <laughs> he makes the whole outfit i don't know if he does the socks but he sure yeah. does the rest you can always depend on doug to be the comic relief here so i'm, I'm well, really, he's got a lot of sexy clothes oh yeah i've seen them they're gorgeous yeah and it, it seems to me with the stationary neptune his clothes must have a very strong neptunian influence you know flowing and maybe sea colors and you know, yep. and, and made of silks that flow. And pop, colors pop in when you don't expect to okay. see them, where you don't expect to see them. Right, exactly. Where normally would be a seam, all of a sudden there's a ribbon of cloth going down there. Oh, nice. That's great. Yeah. Or color, I should say. Yeah, it, it's it, because Neptune suggests no boundaries between you and whatever you're doing. So uh, maybe no seams. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of those shirts that you did, that you had on the Facebook, were I thought were marvelous. I think I saw them on Facebook with mm -hmm. all of the colors coming in at different times. Okay. They they kind of had that... Um, Was it a Neptunian a, quality? No, a Native American oh. aspect to it. Okay. But there was so much color in it, you would almost think, oh, well, I'm in Mexico next. Okay. Yeah. Or anywhere else in the world where they like bright colors. Right, exactly. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous yeah. stuff. That's great. Yeah, That's thank you. Well, one of the things I'm really inspired by is, is traditional folk costume and clothing from around the world, um, much like, and, and traditional folk music from around mm -hmm. the world, you know, because there's that timelessness that, you again, that universal language comes through. Right. If, if we look at the traditional, you know, think of hand-embroidered um, folk costume from Southeast Asia, you know, that's right. just covered in cross-stitch embroidery and all these bright colors. And if you study that, every single shape in the embroidery means a particular thing culturally and carries a story that's part yeah. of those people. And it's thousands of years old. Yeah. And and the music of the of a particular region is just like the clothing. It enhances it. It has to right. enhance it. It has to be an extension of the clothing. Well, and if we learn about a place, we can go to their music and their clothing, right. how people dress and how they celebrate and sing. And oh, we could have a love story. And we hear it all. We can, yeah. and we feel it all. We feel it all. Yeah, it's all felt in in all of your DNA and everything else. So anyway, we got to take another really quick break here. When we get back, we're going to be finishing up with Mr. Michael C. Press. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom and the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near our retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of our medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that will take care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get you the best coverage with her you can, the process is really easy, and in the end, she's going to save you some money. So she has some new programs out. First are classes that are available through the programs she represents, and the classes are suited for kids and other kids, too. So, and she also has a legacy safeguard, which is a new document that can be done to itemize and organize your final wishes, and it's free. So if you need more information, call Susan at 253 318 9379 or email her at sbergstrom at Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. That's a great Great song. song. Great song. Michael, that's wonderful. Uh, Thank you. The Golden Boys of Summer. Oh, yeah. I mean, it has such a great beat, too. You could just get up and start dancing. And he loves to dance. Yes, me Uh, too. Love to dance, and I love to give other people an excuse to dance. Oh, yeah. I don't need one. I'm sorry, but (laughs) I just don't need one. Now, going back to the... I exhibition folk dance for quite a few years when I was in my 20s. So I have a lot of these costumes. Oh, you do? My favorite, though, is the Croatian dancing Ooh. because they're so quick with their steps. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, awesome. it's just great music and fun stuff. Have you seen any of that kind of stuff like on, on KCTS 9 or something, the Croatian dancing? I've never seen it. I've done it. You've done it. But I've done lots of it. Okay, we just haven't seen it. Because we did all different countries. We didn't get into the Asian countries, but we did all the others okay. throughout Europe. Okay. I have to keep a watch out for that just in case like something like that pops up on the TV. I'd like to see it. And there's a lot of Greek stuff that's a lot of fun, oh, too, yeah. that yeah. Uh, it's easy for people to pick up. Turkish <laughs> is difficult for people to pick up. I can believe it. It's just a real complicated whole thing there. Because they've got like some it. little steps that... Out of 200, there was three of us that could do it. Oh, really? At the end of the class. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Jeez. Anyway, okay, so, you know, I think the the point we were talking about before we took a break was that uh, when you're performing and you have music and you have the connection to the clothes and the clothes connect to everything else in the universe around you, the clothes are a real conduit. I mean, they really are because... Um, I mean, you have the senses, you have the hearing, and then you have the, you know, the seeing when you see the clothes, and they make a connection to the music, you know, which has got to enhance both of those equally. And then there's other things, too, that, you know, like the, if there's dancing, there's movement or something like that. 
It's going to all. I think you just sold Michael's next concert out. <laughs> <laughs> I try my because best. Because he, he puts on a great show and he looks marvelous oh, yeah. too. I can just see, you know, all these things combined. You know, I mean, you're kind of talking about the senses, you know, touch, feel, taste, smell. You pretty soon you'll have to have food in the back of the no, room. No, no, he stays on the stage. You don't get to taste him. <laughs> He's on the stage. Sorry, Eileen. Ah, <laughs> oh, rats. But no hors d'oeuvres or anything? Uh, we had everything at that place when you did that yeah, show. Yeah, see? Get whatever. You know, bringing so. the taste, it adds to the whole experience of the experience. Experiencing the experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So... Anyway, sorry. anyone that missed his show missed out big time. That's well, all I can say. Well, next time he has one here, I'm I'm there. Oh, I think everyone should come. Yeah, Tell I do. You know, when you bring in John Denver and it looks like the Bee Gees, give me a break. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like. Well, that's much more entertaining than just John Denver. I know. Yeah, so it's full throated. Well, he's got that voice to do it, though. Yeah, that's true. He does. So anyway, oh, did you hear us talking about you? Oh, I did. I did. I'm, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still the fly on the wall here. I don't want to <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> what did we say about him that he felt like a fly on the wall? Because <laughs> you went out on this beautiful tangent of creating the image of him on stage, and you weren't even there. Oh, <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. I just saw it in my mind. You know. I'm pretty visual, you know. I could see him performing, and then with the clothes, and I mean, literally, I was seeing f- big. Huge and he rocks out on this stage. Yeah. He bounces around a bit. But you don't. You just don't have the colors up on the stage. You have them all through the audience too, like big banners and stuff like that. You know, it's Absolutely. dressing the whole space always yes. so important, so yeah. important. And, you know, the music puts color in the air too. That's that's something I think about a lot. Is yeah. what color. Yeah. If, if I had to visualize what coloration and what textures the music creates, you know, because exactly. I really believe music itself fills the room with color and light. Right. Well, the fact that you had your color, I call them color flags. Someone would probably say they look like hankies, but to me, they're color flags. You had color mm-hmm. flags? With all those songs written on them as well. The minute you walked in, you got that imprint that this is going to be something different. Right. So there were flags in the place with colors on them? They were all yeah, I, pinned up. What I did was I designed I designed sort of a um, fabric flags or bandana shape where I've taken the lyrics of my songs and then in my hand script drawn oh, yeah. the Paisley patterns of the textile. Wow. But the words of the songs are what form the pattern. And oh. they're hand-dyed, hand-printed, and I, I sell them as a, a token uh, for for audience members who oh, come to see That's a great marketing show. idea. I saw that in my head as I was talking about it. I had no idea he did that. And then you've seen the cover of his uh, yes. album. So you those were all fanned out. It oh, was yeah. just It was Gorgeous. a great experience, Michael. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. I'm so glad that it stuck with you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, Leo Rising here on, on my chart. So I love that, yes, that opportunity to put myself out front and to deliver the show. I feel a great love for it and uh, a responsibility to do it upright. So yep. I. Yep, I believe it. Now, all three of us are Leo Rising. Would you believe we could put on oh, a good right? show? <laughs> and Marianne. You're on the radio. right. Even though Marianne wasn't there, the fact that, you know, she got the flag and she got the album, she was thrilled. And the poster. 
Nice. Because he signed posters, too, afterwards, which was great. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's fabulous. Well, you know, I feel like there's so many things else I want to talk to you about, but we have to stop for today. (laughs) This just isn't long enough here. It just isn't. Because it seems like we've just opened a whole lot of subjects that all seem to interconnect with each other. And um, I, I just love the idea of connecting the music with the cloth. You know, and the clothing, it's just so amazing to me to see that it's all, it's the experience of having all that is more than one sense is being assaulted, and actually in a good way, but yeah, it's fabulous. For everyone, when he gives you the word he's doing a concert, get a ticket, you're going to love it. Yeah. That's right. And when the new album comes out, you'll probably hear it first. That's right. You will hear it first on this show. We guarantee that. Sounds good. Yes. And for anyone interested in seeing more or hearing more, my website is a great place to do that. Okay. Uh, What's the... the, It's just Uh michaelcpress.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-C-E-P-R-E-S-S.com. Okay. And the music is available there. The album is available there. And also the the, um, designs that I've been talking about can all be seen on the website. And the bandanas and flags that Doug mentioned are available there. So I realize we're at the mercy of the radio right now. You can hear it and you can think about it. But if you'd like the visuals, that's the place to go. Yeah, that's right. I'm going, when I say the flags, when I walked in, it reminded me of the prayer flags that you see coming over from Asia, the way you had different colors up all up. Oh, yeah. And that's what it hit my, and that's why I called them flags. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And that's very, beautiful. Much how, that's very much how I think about them. And they can be worn in a million ways. You oh, know? You can, and they're made of silk, can, right? There's, no. uh, they're cotton, uh, hand-woven cotton, cotton, and then hand-dyed and printed as well. Oh, nice. That's wonderful. I would love to see some of those because you know how many scars I have in my closet that Doug has given me? I <laughs> 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 I think a couple of hundred, they take up half my closet, love you know, and, and there are all sorts of interesting patterns and stuff like that. But I would love to add some of yours to my collection. You change well, a sure. scarf and you change the wardrobe. That's right. You do. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. And that's the very reason I designed these because they're, they're, they're fun to wear in a million ways. And it's a way for me to bring my love of textiles and fashion and style together with the music. That's and fabulous. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. Well, Michael, we've got to let you go. I want to thank you for being on the show today. You were so awesome. We will have you on again probably in a couple months to see what you're up to, see if you're going to get a concert together. So um, you take care of yourself, and we will see you soon. All righty. Thank you both. It's been a treat to be here, and I look forward to sharing more soon. Okay, great. Thank you. Bye now. Okay, bye. Okay, so um, now we just, we don't have time for our announcements today. we got one minute. Okay, so how do we get a hold of you? Uh, the best way is 206-769-4924. Okay. Call or text. Okay, and you can get a hold of Michael at michaelcpress.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-C-E-P-R-E-S-S.com. 
And you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com as well. And next week we have on the Mr. Ray Grassi, who is the best astrologer around. And on the 29th we have Michelangelo, who is an astrologer, who's going to be talking about the composer, Mr. Rachmaninoff. Okay, so that's it for us today. A very quick ending, but it was a great show today. So we'll see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.